Welcome to the Grow the Game podcast, hosted by your own Corbin King and Peyton Mattingly. Today we are joined by the head coach of Union University, Coach David Niven, who was a walk-on at Oklahoma Baptist University before becoming a graduate assistant there. And then he moved to Union and has been there his whole career. He talks about building his culture and what his first few process steps was like when he took the head coaching job. Coach Niven, we're really excited to have you on. How are you this morning? Doing great. Happy to be with you guys today. Yeah, we are excited because it'll kind of tell us about your coaching career so far, um, how you got started and kind of what you're doing now at Union. Uh, yeah, I uh, probably got started in this because of Bob Hoffman. Um, he was the head coach at Oklahoma Baptist University. Uh, I was a walk-on there and uh, uh, really just um, – had a great experience there. I was there for five years, um, four years as a, as a player and, uh, then stayed for a year as a GA. And, uh, he, uh, I think he was probably the, the single biggest motivating factor in, in me getting into this business and, and, um, finding my calling. Um, so, uh, he is, he is, uh, that was at Oklahoma Baptist university. He, uh, he went from there to Texas Pan Am and uh, ended up uh, at Mercer for several years, and then he's now he's now back in Oklahoma at, at, at a Division Two at Central Oklahoma. Um, but he is he is, in my opinion, uh, one of the best college basketball coaches um, ever. Uh, so I, I was fortunate and blessed to get to learn a, a ton from him, um, and uh, and and really he helped me get. Um, my job here at Union. Uh, I left after being a GA uh, and came out here as a volunteer in 1996, uh, no, 97, 1997. Um, I was a volunteer coach for, for two years, so um, didn't get paid. I was single at the time, so I lived uh, in some boosters uh, the upstairs of their house for my first year. Uh, I worked in a warehouse in the mornings, loading and unloading trucks, and uh, then we'd come over to the office in the afternoon and work and uh, and work for a guy named Ralph Turner. Um, that and he he gave me a ton of responsibility, uh, even as a volunteer. Um, I can remember as a volunteer coach, him coming into the office, hey, why don't you put in a bunch of out of bounds plays today? Um, which just blew me away. Uh, that that he would give me that kind of responsibility. And, and, um, then, then my second year as a volunteer, he was letting me call out of bounds plays. Like that was my role on the bench was, was to call our out of bounds place. And so getting to work for a guy that, uh, that gave me a ton of responsibility, uh, was a huge blessing, uh, helped my learning curve, uh, sped it up a ton. And, uh, and after two years, um, the full-time assistant became, uh, the women's head coach here, uh, Mark Campbell, who's one of my best friends now, and he's, he's still here. He is the, uh, the winningest, the winningest college basketball coach of all time. I think, um, at least the fastest, I, I don't know his stats exactly, but he's incredible. Um, he's won a ton and, uh, um, but I, I took his job and, uh, and, and became a full-time assistant and did that for, nine or 10 more years and then became the head coach, um, back, uh, uh, 13 years ago, I think. Um, so, um, so I've been blessed. Union is a, is a great, great place. I, I thought I would be here a couple of years. Um, when I, when I came, I, I thought 
coaching trajectory would be like most that I would move around and be in a lot of different places. Um, but I knew early on that union was special. And if I could stay here, I wanted to. And, uh, so the Lord's really blessed me to, to, to open up opportunities and, and, uh, to be the head coach here. I, I, I feel really, really fortunate. Yeah. So coach, did you always want to get into coaching? Um, I think like most people, I want to be a player, um, for a long, long time. And so I, you know, going into, you know, when I was in high school, I, 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 I thought, um, you know what, I, I think I'd like to do something in sports. Um, but it wasn't necessarily coaching. It, it really wasn't until I met coach Hoffman, uh, that, that it became clear to me that this is, this is what I, this is what I want to do. Um, I want to be a college basketball coach. And so, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's not, it's not something that, you know, when I was little that, yeah, this is, I knew this was my calling. Um, now I've got a son that's, uh, going to be a sophomore in high school that he's, he's known, uh, for a lot of years, uh, that this is what he wants to do. He wants to be a college basketball coach or, or a pro basketball coach. Um, I don't, I don't think he's necessarily set on one or the other, but, um, he's known a lot longer than I, than I did. It was, it was really, um, I, I give credit to, to, uh, to coach Hoffman and, and really, uh, God just working all of that out in my life to put me, um, to put me in that situation where, um, where I, you know, that's, that's when I knew, um, just from getting to be around him. Yeah. So one important thing you talked about early in your career as volunteer coach was getting responsibility. I think Corbin and I have reaped the benefits of that here at Lipscomb, um, being student managers. Kind of talk more about how that really instilled confidence in you as a young coach and helped you develop early before you got into a full-time staff role. I think it's the single most important factor in picking a job, especially early, um, before you have, before you have a family and and financial burden to to consider. As as you know, obviously that becomes a big part of it at, at some point. In, in your career, but um, before you have that, I think the single biggest factor is going to be, you know, what can I learn? You know, what 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 what's what's going to help me to become a better coach in this role? Um, I think getting the opportunity to do stuff is the single best way to get better. Um, it's great to be around smart coaches. Uh, it's great to be around new things and get to see new things. But if all you're doing is watching, uh, I think there's a, a ceiling on, uh, on how much you're going to get better. Um, but if you can find a coach that will give you opportunity and, and let you screw up, and not be looking over your shoulder all the time and, and correct and just give you the freedom to, to work. I think that's the single most important factor for a young coach. And, uh, and Ralph Turner was a guy that uh, he, he's a Lipscomb guy, actually. Um, he was, he was Don Meyer's assistant for a long, long time. Um, won a national championship in the eighties there uh, before he became the head coach here. Um, but he was, uh, he was a guy that, that, just let me do a lot of stuff. Um, and, and so, uh, recruiting, uh, was, was, um, you know, really my responsibility. Um, and so I, I learned a ton uh, early as early on in my career about, you know, how to recruit, 
what works, what doesn't, how to communicate with kids, um, coaching on the floor. Um, there were plenty of days that he would let me make the practice plan and, and run it. And so, um, you know, just having that opportunity when I became the head coach here, um, there were very few decisions that I had to make that I hadn't had the opportunity to make already as an assistant coach. And, and that was huge, um, for me. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think you, you can't put a price tag on that kind of an opportunity. Um, I would, I would encourage anybody looking to get into the business, uh, to, to make that a priority when they're looking at jobs and looking at opportunities and really even looking at, you know, volunteering somewhere. Um, which I think you have to do sometimes in this day and age to, to get your foot in the door. Um, find a place where, where you, you've got a guy who will, who will give you some freedom to do some stuff. Yeah. So whenever you, before you were a head coach, when did you start building your philosophy? So whenever you did get that head job, you would be ready. Oh, I, I think from day one, I think even as a player, um, you're thinking about what stuff you like and what makes sense. And, um, you know, I, 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 I but, but it, that's continued. It's, it's continued to develop every year, um, that I've been a head coach. Um, if, if you watch film from my first year, uh, as a head coach to now, I'm, I don't, I don't know that there's anything, maybe a couple of things that we do on the court that are, that are the same. Um, but not much. I mean, it, it's, it's continued to develop, um, for the last seven, eight years, it's, it's looked a lot more like it does now. Um, but based on, based on personnel and, and who we've got on the roster, it's going to change a little bit. It'll, it'll change for sure this year compared to what it, what it was last year. Um, but I think the things, the things that are most important to me, um, you know, from a, from a standpoint of, just a, an, an offensive philosophy of, of making sure that we have players that create space. Um, you know, we put a really big value on shooting. That's been, that's been with me, you know, since my very, very early, that was, that was a big part of, of who we were here at union when I was an assistant. Um, so that's, that's been, that's been a part of who I am. That's, that's, that's in my, like coaching DNA, I think um, just valuing guys that can that can spread the floor and, and shoot it, trying to find skilled guys, um, and then from a, a defensive standpoint, just the emphasis we put on defense and, and valuing um, guys that, that have some toughness to them and, and um, guys that want to that want to guard and, and um, have length. That kind of stuff I think has has developed um, over the years. Um, but I, I think a lot of it, a lot of it, uh, you know, at least at least parts of it are there from from, you know, years and years, and years and years and years ago. Yeah. So when you got the assistant job at Union, you know, you had no idea you'd be staying there uh, up until now and this for this long. Has that had a major impact and maybe an advantage for you as you're now the head coach being at Union for such a long time? I think, I think it's been the biggest advantage to being at a place a long time um, is just relationships. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, Mark Campbell, his office is next door to mine. Uh, we've, we've been friends for 27 years now. 
Um, and so that's, that's huge. I, I don't know that you, how you, how you put a value on that kind of stuff, but there's, there's a lot of people at union, my athletic director, uh, I've known for 27 years. Um, you know, so there, there's a lot of, a lot of relationships like that on our campus that I think, um, that's the biggest, that's the biggest positive. Um, but then I've got, I've got relationships with players. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I got a, I got a text from a guy yesterday that was, that was on the team my first year here. Um, when I was a, when I was a volunteer assistant, um, just, just wanted to catch up. And so I've got relationships with, with, with former players, um, that care about union and that care about our program, um, that have, that have been there for, for decades now. And so that kind of stuff is, is really, really valuable. Um, it's, it's, I think it's hard. It's, this is a hard business to stay in one place. What, I, I, I know how, how unique this is and how blessed I am. Um, you know, just from a family standpoint, uh, it's been a huge blessing for my family to, to be able to have roots in Jackson and have relationships here. Um, it's hard to put a hard to put a value on that as well. Um, because that's really, really important. And, and union is the kind of place that, uh, and my wife and kids can be a part of our program. Um, they can travel with us. Uh, they can hop on the bus and go to a game. Um, you know, at the Division Two level, recruiting is is a lot more. Uh, I, I spend a lot more time in cars than I do in planes, and so um, it's rare that I don't get a chance to bring a kid with me um, to uh, one of my one of my kids um, with me to a game uh, when we go recruiting and and. Um, you know, that's just been a part of our life. And so being at a place like Union for as long as I have, um, man, I'm really, 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 really fortunate. With your experience from going to different jobs, how could you better prepare for the interview process whenever you're looking to get a job? Oh, um, you know, I've done a lot more interviewing than I have actually interviewed. Uh, <laughs> since I've been here as long as I have, I, I, I interviewed for a couple of jobs, a couple of head coaching jobs when I was an assistant before I got the head coaching job here. Um, so, uh, I think, I think the, the most important things in, in the interview process are really just your preparation of knowing the job and the people that you're going to be dealing with, um, and, and knowing how to connect, um, being authentic with who you are, but, but figuring out how to connect with them. And, and, and so as, as much as you can find out about, um, the place that you're, that you're going, that you're, that you're wanting this job. Um, and as much as you can find about, find out about the people. And if there's a connection that you have in, in your life that, that connects you to them, uh, that they may not know about, or, um, a connection that you have to that school. Um, I think that stuff is valuable. Um, but, but I, I would, I would, I would tell you just, uh, just really being prepared from, from a standpoint of knowing the place that you're, that you're interviewing with and then having a, a really solid foundation and of, of what your beliefs are and being able to communicate those in a way that, uh, that tells the people that you're interviewing with that you, you know what you're talking about. Um, you, you, you've given this thought you've, I always think it's good to have 
have something in writing that you can hand the people, uh, whether it's a, a packet based on your philosophy, this is who you are, this is what we're going to do um, when you get the job. That's, that's something I did when I got the head coaching job here was just um, I wrote, uh, you know, gosh, I don't know, four or five pages of my coaching philosophy and gave it to our president and told him, Hey, this is, this is, uh, this is who I am. This is how I'm going to coach. This is, um, what's important to me. This is what you can count on, uh, from our programs. Uh, and, and really I, I went, um, I, I would take that document and, and sit down with my assistant coach, um, yearly and just check and say, Hey, you know, this is who I said we're going to be when when i was trying to get them to hire me is this what we're doing are, are we are we being true to to what i said we were going to be are, are we faithful to this mission that i that i um that i that i put out there um and so uh i think those things are are um important valuable that that would be my my advice for somebody who's uh, who's getting ready to to enter into that that process yeah, Coach, could you um, talk more about that four to five page paper and then kind of what your first few steps were when you got that job as a head coach and, you know, what you tried to do right away? Yeah, I, well, the paper, um, the paper was just really, you know, my, my coaching philosophy. Um, it, it, it talked a lot about, um, you know, the, the details and the, the, the day in, day out. This is, this is you know, what's important to me as, as coach. So it, it got into, it got into um, some of the small things, but it also, it was, it was also a lot of big picture stuff. Um, a lot of stuff regarding my faith uh, unions, a Christian university and, and um, my mission as a, as a college basketball coach really fits the mission of, of our university. And so it was, a, it was a lot of that um, of just uh, talking about, uh, about how my faith, um, is going to uh, to really guide me as a coach. Um, I think uh, it, you know he covered recruiting the kind of players that uh, that they could expect that I would recruit. Um, I had, I had done the majority of our recruiting as an assistant for for ten years at that point, so I think they had a, a pretty good idea of what that would look like, anyways. Um, but uh, but I think the, the things that that I that I did early on that were most important to me were uh, really just trying to make our, our players priority, um, you know, to making sure that, that they understood that they were my priority and, and um, that reaching out to them and communicating with them through the process of, of you know, this is, this is what's happening. This is what's going to happen. This is what you can expect moving forward. Um, just to make sure that those guys understood that, that, uh, that they were my priority uh, and then the next step was just from a recruiting standpoint, um, making sure that the guys that I had been recruiting um, understood, hey, I'm the head coach now. You're still my guy. Um, you know, trying to solidify that. That that was the that was my number one priority when I became the head coach was um, just those relationships, our current players and and, and recruits. Um, everything else kind of went to the back burner, and uh, and you 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 get to those when you get to them, but, but making sure your, your people are, are taken care of. That was, that was number one for me. When you got the head job, what was the culture that you were wanting to instill and has it changed since you've had the job? Well, I, I, I think, yes, definitely. It has changed. Um, in, in, in a lot of ways, you know, 
just from from if you watched our teams play, what we did on the floor was was is different today than what we did then. Um, I think the emphasis um, has has changed. Um, we've we've got we've got five core values uh, in our program that um, I didn't have. You know that that was that was not something that I that I just had set in stone um, when I became the head coach, and so. Um, we talk about passion and selflessness and unity, commitment and toughness. Um, those things, um, those things came about over, over time. Um, and, uh, the way we define them, uh, has changed a little bit over the years. Um, but we give our players a definition of those things. Um, so for instance, uh, you know, we define passion as, as a hunger to compete with enthusiasm, no matter how I feel. And so, um, you know, here in, 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 a, in a couple of months when we get our guys on the floor, um, we are, we're starting practicing. Hey, we'll finish practice and I'll, I'll go up to a guy and say, Hey, how do we define passion? And, uh, and if they can define it, then we'll, we'll get out of some, some running that day. Uh, and so we, we're instilling, trying to instill in them, like, this is who we are. This is what we believe. And then we'll, we'll take a retreat with our guys and, and, um, and we'll explain, right, where does this come from? You know, the idea of passion. Um, I mean, it's based on God's word ultimately is, is what all of these things are coming from. So we've got scripture that, that backs up each one of those. Um, and, uh, but, but that's, that stuff's been something that's developed over the years. Um, those things have probably been in place for, for seven, eight years now. Um, so if you went back and asked, asked players that I had seven, eight years ago, what, 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 what was the bulldog way? Um, they could tell you those, those five things, um, and, and the definitions of those things. Um, my philosophy just kind of on the, on the, on the court, you know, our, our guys would tell you it starts with defense. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to guard, um, goes to, we take care of the basketball. Um, we really value, uh, not turning the ball over. We take great shots and we win the hustle play. And so, um, that, that, that is, 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 um, stuff that we have, you know, kind of developed over the years. I, a lot of that's really, uh, Butler, um, Brad Stevens, when he was at Butler, um, some of that stuff comes from him. And so, um, you know, I, I've, I've, I've stolen a ton of stuff from a ton of coaches, uh, coach Acuff being one of them. Um, you know, he's, he is one of the best, best coaches I've ever, uh, competed against. And so, um, if you watch us play, you'll, you'll absolutely see parts of Lipscomb basketball. It, it wasn't Lipscomb basketball, it was Huntsville, um, when we were competing against him, but, um, you'll see stuff in, in our program that, that is directly from him. Um, so there's a lot of coaches that, that, that we have taken stuff from and, and made it our own and, and adjusted it and tweaked it. And, um, but that, that stuff is that, that it, it absolutely has developed and, and, you know, from, from our culture. I, I think, I think when you, when you ask me about culture, that's what I think of is just, it's the bulldog way. It's, it's the core values of, of who we are. And, um, you know, when I would, when I first became a head coach, it was, it was really much more broad and less defined as far as, um, you know, I, I couldn't define any of it. Um, and so that's, that's, that's one of the things I think that, that comes from being a head coach for a while is, is you, you get the time to define what's really, really important to you. And uh, that's, that's been 
that's been, that's been the result of, of that process. Yeah, I think that's really important when you're trying to build a culture is having the players not only understand what it is you're trying to instill, but why you're trying to instill it. And then also finding things from other teams because in basketball nowadays, very little is original when it comes to offense or defense and taking it to, to fit your own team. Um, all that's obviously very challenging as a head coach. What do you think has been the biggest challenge to you as the game has changed since you first became a head coach until now? Oh, I, I think uh, the biggest challenge is probably uh, probably I, I think a couple of things. One, one early early in my head coaching career, we, we kind of made a, a shift from a philosophy, um, just X and O wise, uh, that we've been a four out one in program. That's, uh, that's who Lipscomb was. Um, and so the guy that I, the, the guy that I worked for, that's who he was when he came here. Um, and it was really the philosophy was built around finding a, a guy that can score with his back to the basket, surrounding him with as many shooters as you can. And, uh, that, that back to the basket guy was becoming harder and harder and harder to find. And so, uh, we made a shift to uh, to really play um, with more skilled bigs. And uh, if you watch our teams now, we, we post our guards more than we post bigs. Um, so we, we still value the post-up game, but we, we used to do it a little bit differently. Um, and so uh, so we made a shift. I felt like, I felt like um, we wanted to recruit high school players uh, and, and develop players, and I thought we could get better uh, skilled bigs that could shoot it and pass it than we could uh, athletic, physical, strong back to the basket guys uh, coming out of high school. And so, um, so making that shift, um, I think was a challenge. Then uh, the bigger challenge today, I think is just, uh, you know, bring in, you're, you're bringing in, when you're trying to sign high school guys and bring them in and develop them, uh, obviously the transfer portal has, has, is changing the, the game. And, and so we've got to be more flexible in, in how we utilize that. And then when it affects us, um, you know, you lose a guy uh, to, to a division one program or, you know, it, it, it's affecting really all of us um, every, at every level uh, you can lose somebody to a, to a higher level. And so, um, so I think, I think understanding how to navigate that, that's, that's, that's a challenge that we're going through right now. Uh, and so uh, just really figuring out, you know, how to, how to bring in the right guys that, that you can bring in and, and, and develop them uh, to be the best players they can be uh, for as long as you can have. Them. So, uh, but, but there's certainly, I think that the, the, the nature of the game is changing today. Uh, and, and, you know, the best coaches are going to be the ones that can figure out how to, how to navigate it and, and do it well and, and use it to, to their advantage. Yeah, you talked about the transfer portal. How are you guys holding your team together? So if there is a kid that's wanting to transfer, how are you building those relationships to keep them together? Well, I, I think that's the key is, is relationships. Um, and so that, that better be – uh, something that you're really, really working on. And, uh, a lot of that is, is, you know, with, with your staff, uh, for me, I, I put a lot of value in, in having youth on my staff, uh, guys that are young and fun to be around and energetic and that my players are drawn to. And, uh, uh, 
you know, players are staying the same age, but I'm not. I, I'm getting older every 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 year, and so uh, so it's something that that I put a lot of thought into and uh, and 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 really time into thinking. All right, what are ways I can continue to build relationships with my guys? Um, and and like I said, I think my staff because they're young, they do it naturally, and it, and it's um, we're gifted. They're they're gifted um, in that in that way, uh, but it is. Being relational, I think, is the the number one thing, and and being relational with uh, the kids, uh, continuing to recruit them, uh, knowing that even though they're here, they've signed, they're here. Uh, your your team, your roster could change every year, um, and so that part of it, uh, figuring out, all right, who, who are the people that that we need to continue to connect with in in this kid's life? Whether it's mom or dad, maybe AAU coaches. Um, who, who are the people that are continuing to influence them? Even though they're here, they've signed with you. They're they're on your team. Um, it's 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 continuing to recruit them just like you would if they weren't on your team yet and you wanted them. Um, I think you have to have the same mentality. Uh, and you know, building relationships in the recruiting process is really important. But continuing to build relationships with your guys while they're here uh, is really really important. And so, I think. Uh, I think I, I hope that if you were to ask my players, they would tell you, man, those coaches, they love us. And so um, we, we work really hard to make sure that our players know we care about them beyond the game of basketball. And so uh, as a staff, we are intentional about meeting with them, whether it's in the office or the cafeteria, uh, sitting with the bleachers after practice. We're intentional about their lives outside of basketball. Um, and so, you know, there is no, there is no, Hey, if you do this, everybody's going to be happy and everybody's going to stay. That, that, that just doesn't exist in this world today. Um, so there is no, there's no foolproof method. Um, but I do believe uh, that relationships are the key to it. Um, and so we've, we've had, Really, we've had a lot of success with retention in our program, um, but we haven't retained everybody in our program. Uh, we, we've we've lost lost a really good player this past year. Um, so, you know, there's there's some things that you do all you can. You, you develop the best relationship you can, and, and then you trust the Lord with the rest of it. And uh, and you don't worry about what you can't control. Um, and so you know you know that there's there's things that are going to be out of your control at the end of the day. But as long as, as long as, and those kids are leaving and they say, Hey, you know what? Coach Nimmy loved me. I know that. I know he cared about me. He cared about me as a man. He wanted me to develop as, as, as a man beyond a player. Um, then we're doing the right thing. And, uh, and, and we can live with the results after that. So whenever you got the job, what were you looking for whenever you were building your staff? Uh, when I when I got the job, uh, my first my first uh, job as as a head coach, the, my first time I was I was building a staff. I wanted I wanted some people that had some experience, and uh, so I, I heard I heard a head a head high school basketball coach that had had uh, had had done it, and he was an alum of Union, um, so I knew him, and 
you know, that was, that was important to me then. Um, today, I think that that's changed. Um, I'm, I'm really, and like I mentioned earlier, the, the most important thing to me is, is, um, someone who's relational and relatable. And so, um, they, they've got to be someone that values relationships. Uh, they've got to be someone that, that has the ability to connect with all different kinds of people. Um, and then they've got to be relatable. Uh, they, they've got to be somebody that, that players can relate to, recruits can relate to, but really more important than that, I think, is, is my players can relate to. That's, that's most important to me is those two things, um, that, that you're relational and relatable. And, uh, you know, that's, I, I put a value on those two characteristics more, far more than I do experience. Um, I, I'm going to give my staff uh, the, the same opportunities I was given uh, to do stuff. And so they're going to learn by doing, and, and I know um, we will lose some things in the experience factor, uh, but we'll make up for those, I think, exponentially by having guys that, that can connect with, with players. And so, uh, so I, I, I put a big value on guys that are young guys that are hungry, um, guys that, that have super high character, uh, that fit the mission of union and, uh, that, that also, uh, and they're, they're hard workers, guys that are, are going to, um, put in the time, the effort that have a passion that, that really want to be, that really want to be a college head, head coach someday. I, I think that's important because um, those are the guys that are that are going to be committed at work and 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 stay the course. Um, but I think I think that's that's how it's kind of changed uh, over over the course of my career. Um, early on, it, it definitely was experience is what I was looking for. Today, it's it's definitely relationships and and relatability. Yes, yeah, so going beyond that first uh, first staff line all the way down to your managers. How do you utilize your managers in your program? And uh, when people want to be managers, what do you look for with them? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, at, at, at our level, the Division two level, you know, one, one of the things um, I, I think that the Division one level has a, has a great advantage over us is you watch a practice and, I don't know how many managers you guys have at Lipscomb, but a lot of the practices I watch, you've got six, seven guys out there that are helping in practice. Uh, we don't have that. We had, we had uh, three last year, and that's phenomenal. Like, to have three student assistant coaches on our staff uh, was huge. And so uh, everybody's really – we're trying to find what they're gifted in and, and, and put them in there. Um, if, we, if we have a guy that wants to be – uh, a college basketball coach, that guy's going to have a ton of responsibility um, if he wants it, you know. And so it sounds like you guys are guys that, that seek that out. And so you're watching film, you're breaking breaking it down. You're you're a part of as much as 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 much as the coaching staff will let you be a part of. That's that's really my philosophy. If if I have somebody that wants to be a coach, I'm going to let them do as much as as much as they want to. Um, if they want to come in the office and watch film with us. Um, learn how to do that, then we're going to take them to a place where eventually, yeah, you can, we'll, we'll give you some, some games that 
we may not watch these games. This is your game to, to watch and, and break it down and, and, you know, show us what, what you found there. Um, you know, I haven't had a ton of guys like that. I, most of the guys that have been managers for me have just been guys that liked basketball and wanted to, wanted to stay around it. Um, I've had guys and girls that have just had a servant's heart and, uh, and, and we're looking for an opportunity to serve. And so, um, you know, I, I think it is a huge advantage, uh, huge advantage to have, have guys like yourselves that, that want to be coaches. So, um, you know, I don't know if there's a transfer portal for you guys, but, uh, but if y'all want to transfer, come on. So tell, tell Lenny, um, I'm making a play for, for both of you. Um, you can, you can come to union, be my managers, um, here. Cause we, I'd love to have guys like that, that, that really had that passion and, and, and want to do it. I think, I think those, those kind of guys that want to be coaches make, make the best managers. Um, but, uh, we've had some great ones. They just, uh, they just did it cause they, they loved hanging around our guys and, and, um, they weren't really looking to, to, to get into the, into that career. But, uh, but I'd love to have some guys like that. Well, I think that is our, our first, uh, first ever official offer to be a manager. So we, uh, we appreciate that. <laughs> hey, it doesn't pay. It doesn't pay anything. So that uh, that may be another reason why you don't see six or seven guys um, uh-huh. in our practices because it's 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 volunteer job, right? So, um, but uh, but yeah, it, you know, if if you can if you can turn down that offer right there, you know, good for you. But uh, but it's a pretty good offer. Come work for nothing. Um, give up your give up your degree you're about to earn there at Lipscomb um, <laughs> for a hall of fame coach. Um, you know, give that up too, because uh, I'm not a hall of fame coach, but, but you're certainly working for one. Yes, sir. We've been, we've been very blessed to work for coach Jacob and, um, you know, be a manager at times. It's, it's a tough job, but it's, it's definitely one of the most rewarding things, um, you know, for basketball and outside of basketball, just in life as well. Learn how to uh, learn think, how to solve I problems think, and, and build relationships with people. It's pretty special. I think you're doing the best thing you possibly can to put yourself in position to uh, to be hireable um, when you get out of there. Um, you know, I think I think I think guys that have been around it throughout their college career, whether it's you know, guys, some guys don't play; they go volunteer someplace, volunteer for high school. Um, if you can be a manager, I think that's great. If you can play. You know, I guess I wasn't a good player. I was a walk-on. So I rarely played, but I was around it. Um, and I learned a ton and, and you guys are getting that same experience. I think it's, I think it's a great way uh, to, to, to give yourself a chance to, to get your foot in the door. Um, once you get your degree for sure. Yes, sir. Well, coach, it's been a pleasure having you on. Definitely taking a lot from it. Is there any last bits of advice you want to give to, uh, any young coaches looking to move up? Anybody listening to the podcast who just likes basketball, or just anyone in general? Oh, I think I think like I said, what, what you guys are doing, um, and I imagine I imagine you've got a a, a, a decent sized audience with of of student assistant coaches. Um, I think what you what y'all are doing as far as um, you know, first of all, just your job as a as as being a manager. Um, the, the knowledge you're gaining from that and the experience just, just from watching, um, watching how coaches are dealing with certain situations, watching, watching how coaches deal with a losing streak, um, watching how coaches deal with a player in this kind of situation. And that, that's, there's a ton of, a ton of value to that. So, 
uh, I would encourage you in that. Um, and then I think, you know, this, this podcast is a result of, uh, um, you, you write me a note and, and just asking me if you could pick my brain sometime about, about getting in this job. I think, I think there's value in that, um, in reaching out to as many coaches as you possibly can, uh, and, and, um, putting your name out there. So a handwritten note, probably more important than an email because, uh, we all get hundreds of emails every day, but, uh, but handwritten notes, uh, take some time, some forethought and, uh, uh, I think those are those are good ways to connect with people and 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 try to get your foot in the door for for this business. It's a it's a tough business to get into. Um, it's a tough business to stay in, uh, but if you can do it, man, it's really rewarding. There's there's a lot of a lot of good that that, that can come from from uh, having this opportunity. And I I know it's been a huge blessing for me to to be a, a college basketball coach for my career. So I'm I'm really really thankful. Absolutely, well, coach. Thank you again, and best of luck to you this year. We, uh, we look forward to following Union Basketball. All right. Thanks, guys.